Hey, how you doing? And welcome to another episode of Finance 101. I got my uh, pump-up music going on here. It's the first episode with, with music, so we're going to jam out for a sec. All right, enough of that. That was great. Uh, welcome to another episode of Finance 101. I'm the host, Brent Dunn. I'm a financial coach slash uh planner for wholesome financial partners a company out of chicago helping people live the life they want the the retirement they want the the dreams they want to fulfill just helping middle america uh just just do themselves you know helping middle america get the best out of their their retirement and their life that they can so with that being said Today's topic for the episode is investing. Where should you invest? What what is investing? How how much should you invest? Um, what kind of ROI should you expect when you're investing? These are all different questions that you need to know. You need to calculate when you are investing, and luckily they're not too incredibly hard. So. We're just going to run right through them. We're going to go from, uh, you know, stocks, bonds, insurance, real estate, all that. Um, I don't know a great amount about real estate. I I wish I did. It's It seems like a, a really fun thing to do, but not for now at least. But but at least I'll, I'll talk uh, <laughs> as much as I can about it. So first of all, the most common form of uh, passive investing is stocks and stocks uh, are really the only true form of passive investing meaning that you don't have to work for it at all because what you do is you put money you buy the stock which i had an episode about stocks uh, a few days ago and what they actually are you know they're an ownership of the company basically so you buy the stock and and you're done from there. You, you don't have to do anything else. And if it goes up, that's good. If it goes down, that's bad. Unless if you're shorting it with some derivatives. But oh, we're not going to go into that either. Uh, and, and they also give you dividends, which are, well, not always, but they can di- give you dividends, which are basically a return of their profits to their shareholders. So... You know, just as a little pri- present, a prize present for you know, being an owner of the of the company, a part owner of the company, you get part of their profits in form of dividends. You know, some are higher than others. I think Verizon or something was like three or four percent a year in dividends, which is crazy. You know, you uh, that's crazy. <laughs> so don't don't quote me on that, but stocks are really the only form of passive investment you don't have to do any work on the back end you just put the money in let it ride now you could do that through a 401k ira um just a regular brokerage account that you get online you know through Robinhood or or whatever you use vanguard i don't know but that's it for stocks now stocks are the riskiest thing uh they can be overbought, I guess, a lot. Or, you know, if the 
if the economy is going down, people just pull their money out of the stocks just to buy it at a lower price is the goal. You know, when the stock market crashes, everything's on sale. That's when you should be buying. And and uh, a lot of people don't do that, but that's fine. You don't want to be timing the market because what hap- what can happen is, all right, so the market goes down 20%. You or we'll say the market goes down 30%. You think you're scared, so you take your money out, and then it starts going up, so you buy in higher than the price you got out at, and then it starts going down, so you take your money out, and like you just keep doing that back and forth, and you end up with uh, with $0, which isn't good. So it's best not to time the market. The, the, uh, the studies say, I also talked about that in another podcast about the Vanguard study, of um, lump sum lump sum investing versus dollar cost averaging which said that um, lump sum investing is actually better if you have you know the lump sum you don't want to just not dollar cost average so that you can lump sum but it's usually better just because the stock market rises in perpetuity because businesses are going to keep getting more and more efficient going to keep getting better and better so stocks, that's it. You don't you don't have any control over the stocks. So you you know what you get is what you get really, which is why it's so passive. Uh, next is well, uh, bonds are pretty much the same thing. You're just giving them money. Uh, you're giving company money in return for uh, in return for. Interest payments as well as a return of your a return of your capital. So what the company does is they say, "Hey, I need, you know, we need a bunch of money to to raise for a big expansion we're doing." So they give out bonds, so they get all the money up front, and then they just pay you back year by year in the form of um, interest and then return of premium or return of capital uh, at the end of it. Uh, another form of investing is real estate. Now, real estate isn't nearly as popular as stocks. It is popular, but not as popular because real estate is a form of active investing, meaning you have to do some work for it, you know, somehow on the front end or the back end. You know, people say that that rental houses and stuff like that is passive investing, but it's really I mean, it, it gets to a point where it's passive, but in in the beginning, it's not passive. You know, it's not it's not as passive as just putting your money, you know, buying some stocks and letting it ride. Because with real estate, you're you're buying properties, you're flipping houses, you're you're fixing them up and then renting them out, stuff like that. Sure, it could become passive um, after after you do all the work on the front end, but um, but it's more active than passive. At least, at least for most people, I think. And the goal, the more active your investing gets, the more ROI you should get, meaning return on investment. So if you're doing a lot of work, you better be expecting a lot of ROI, a lot of profit, a lot of return on your investment. Because, you know, if you didn't get a higher ROI for for investing in real estate, then, you know, if 
for doing active uh, investing, then there's no reason why you wouldn't just do passive investing. So the the profit has to match the work. The next kind of investing, uh, I'm not going to talk about life insurance investing and using that as a, a safe way to save money just because it's it's not as um, applicable. It's I just know that you can invest with life insurance. Uh, you might not get as high returns, but it's very, very safe for people that don't want to risk their money in the market. But another kind of investing other than, than those two things, and this is the one that is very much overlooked and I think is the key to opportunity in a lot of people's life, if that makes sense, is investing in yourself. And I don't mean to read self-help books uh, as a form of investing in yourself. What I mean is uh, nurturing or building or refining or uh, (laughs) whatever other adjective there is, uh, bettering your skill set, your skill sets. So instead of investing $10,000 in the stock market one year, what could you do with that $10,000 to to raise your income by $10,000 in perpetuity? You know, if, uh, there's so many things that people can do, whether it's going back to school or uh, buying an online course or you know, getting getting books on real estate or something like that. Uh, there's a ton of things that you can do that that can increase your 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 value as a person. So if you're at a job and you know you have to get uh, um, some kind of degree to get a raise, you know think about that instead of investing ten thousand dollars in the stock market and getting, you know, not being in control of the returns of that, what would you do if you invested, you know, the money in getting a a higher education and then your income is, you know, a few thousand dollars each year, you know, each and every year thereafter? You know, how much more money is that than versus just investing in the stock market and, you know, passively, passively investing? Because, Increasing your own skill set, that is active investing. You know, you're you're paying money and you're also doing work on the front and back end. You're you're doing all the work to better yourself, whether it be reading or watching videos or you know, buying some kind of course. And because it's so active, because you're bettering your skill set as a as a human being, you're as you know, as a as a person, then you should expect more ROI because of that. You know, it's like it. You know, school, college is an investment. You know, a lot of people don't uh, capitalize on that investment, and they could have been better off uh, not even going to college, which. Which, you know, I think, 
you know, unpopular opinion, but I, I think, you know, 10 years from now, college is going to be a, a thing of the past almost. <laughs> what, what can't you learn on YouTube that you, that you learn at college uh, instead of how to, how to spend money, I guess, <laughs> how to spend money on, on tuition and, and uh, $500 books. Uh, with access codes, <laughs> but that's enough of that. You know, the world's, you know, it's, it's just <laughs> talking about crypto the other day on the podcast is decentralization of information. You know, before the, the big, uh, the big colleges, the big research firms or, you know, whatever they are, they had all the information. You, you couldn't get access to these, these books and different things if you didn't go to these colleges. But now with the internet, the internet decentralizes the information. So now you don't have to go to Harvard to get a Harvard education. You know, you could just go online or you know, read whatever those people are reading at Harvard, watch whatever videos they're they're watching, you know, and be, they even have podcasts um over over you know legit harvard lectures and stuff like that on on whatever thing you want to learn about so what it does <laughs> yeah it's i don't know why i brought that up but i just want to bring up um decentralization just because it has to do with crypto but it's it's a decentralization of of teachers of learning you don't have to go to school anymore to learn you got the internet it's free <laughs> you know and Wi-Fi is not free, but you'd use it at McDonald's or whatever you want. So that's that's why I want to talk about really is just the the worth of investing in yourself. You know, you can invest ten thousand in the stock market and expect you know seven to eight percent a year on average. And if you're happy with that, and if that fits your lifestyle and your goals, then that's fine. But if you're not happy with that and you'd be rather be more in control of your own destiny, then, then investing in yourself is a, a much better way of doing things. You know, just imagine, you know, right now you, you might be making you know, 5000 a year, but if you keep investing in yourself year over year, you know, day, day after day, and just keep acquiring new skills, and information and knowledge then by the time you know you're 50 years old or 60 70 you have so much information and knowledge that you could do something you know in a year that that profits you you know half a million bucks there's uh, i mean that's <laughs> you know that's a crazy number but it's possible you know people uh, it, go from zero to a million dollars in you know, revenue in, in a year in businesses. And, and there's nothing uh, magical about that. It's just that they, they knew the information they invested in themselves to know that information so that they were able to scale so quickly and be so successful. And so, you know, instead of just making $50,000 every year from now until retirement, you know, add inflation. So, you know, you know, wages increasing a little bit. So instead of making fifty thousand dollars a year, why not 
you know, investing whatever you can, why not make the 50, invest whatever you can in yourself. And then, and then later on in life, you're able to make these big uh, and profitable decisions and ventures. Maybe, maybe you want to start a business because you learned how to do it by reading, you know, uh, uh, you know, 20 books or buying a, an online course for 10,000 bucks. And maybe that 10,000 bucks you spent on the online course makes you a million bucks uh, over your lifetime. You know, you can't do that in the stock market. I, well, you can, but, but, uh, it's not as, it's not as for sure. So that's it for today. Uh, I was going to get some outro music, but, uh, I mean, I still can, but I'm not gonna, because that, uh, that intro music kind of pumped me up. I liked it while I was playing, while I was talking, but I can't do that now. Not as skilled. We'll get there though. Don't worry. So that's it for today. If you want to check out my Instagram, check out at be done finance, uh, Twitter too, same handle, same as Facebook. If you want to watch the 90 minute webinar over how to save money for retirement without risking it in the stock market. You could also click that link in the show notes and you can go to my website too. If you want, check that out see what's going on. I got the blog posts up there. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is Brent Dunn, wholesome financial partners. Uh, have a great day. Have a great weekend. It's Friday, seven o'clock. Have fun. Be safe. Peace out.